Welcome to Osler's Legal Year in Review, where we share insights on key legal developments in 2022 and their implications for Canadian business. In this article, 2022, a big year for benchmark interbank offered rate reform. We review the significant developments regarding the transition of the Canadian benchmark rate, the Canadian dollar offered rate, to the Canadian overnight repo rate average, and the important considerations to be addressed before CDOR ceases to be published in June 2024. Over the past few years, the Canadian financial market has watched from the sidelines as other jurisdictions retired their benchmark interbank offered rates and adopted risk-free rates in their place. In particular, the Canadian market closely followed the transition from the USD London interbank offered rate LIBOR for short, to Secured Overnight Financing Rate, SOFR for short. While the Canadian financial market felt some of the impacts of the transition from LIBOR to SOFR, it also awaited a greater market shift to come. In 2022, Canada's turn finally arrived. In May, Refinitiv Benchmark Services UK Limited, RBSL for short, announced that it would cease publishing the Canadian benchmark rate the Canadian Dollar Offered Rate, CDOR for short. Loan fallback language was published and the Canadian financial market has taken large steps to transition its financial instruments from CDOR to the Canadian Overnight Repo Rate Average, CORA for short. CDOR is referenced in a wide range of financial instruments and transactions worldwide, with a gross notional exposure of over $20 trillion. This includes corporate loans, bonds, derivatives, futures, mortgages, and other financial products. As such, lenders, borrowers, issuers, note holders, and other participants in the global financial markets are faced with the challenge of transitioning away from the primary Canadian benchmark by June 2024. Below, we discuss a number of important considerations. The Canadian Alternative Reference Rate Working Group Leading the charge in the transition from CDOR to CORA in the Canadian market is the Canadian Alternative Reference Rate Working Group, CAR for short. The Canadian Fixed Income Forum, a senior-level industry committee established by the Bank of Canada, formed CAR in March 2018 to guide benchmark reform efforts in Canada and to ensure that Canada's interest rate benchmark regime is robust, relevant, and effective. Its membership includes senior representatives from a variety of stakeholders in the Canadian financial system. One of CAR's primary objectives was to analyze the status of CDOR and its efficacy as a benchmark. CAR was also tasked with making recommendations for the future of CDOR based on that analysis. CAR formed a number of subgroups to focus on specific CDOR-related issues, including the Accounting, Tax and Regulatory Subgroup, Term CORA Subgroup, Cash Securities Subgroup, and Derivatives Subgroup, among others. Cessation Announcements On December 16, 2021, CAR published a white paper that summarized its findings and conclusions about CDOR. In the white paper, CAR recommended that RBSL, the administrator of CDOR, cease the calculation and publication of CDOR after June 30, 2024. It also recommended that CORA be adopted as the replacement benchmark rate. 
RBSL launched a public consultation in January 2022 that sought feedback regarding the impact on affected stakeholders of a potential cessation of CEDAR. Following the consultation, RBSL announced on May 16, 2022, that it would cease the calculation and publication of all tenors of CEDAR immediately, following a final publication on Friday, June 28, 2024. The Ontario Securities Commission, OSC for short, and the Autorité des Marchés Financiers, AMF for short, have each authorized RBSL to cease providing CEDAR. The International Swaps and Derivatives Association, Inc., ISDA for short, also published a statement in response to the RBSL announcement. ISDA confirmed that the RBSL announcement constitutes an index cessation event under its definitions and fallback protocols. Adopting CORA Prior to its white paper, CAR had already started laying the groundwork for the use of CORA as the new benchmark rate. In November 2021, CAR published two papers, Recommended CORA Floating Rate Note Conventions and Recommended Terms for CORA-Based Loans. These documents were part of a broader effort to develop and promote market standards for products referencing risk-free rates in the Canadian marketplace. Prior to the November publications, in July 2021, CAR also published Recommended Fallback Language for FRNs Referencing CEDAR. These recommendations closely tracked the CEDAR fallback language proposed by ISDA. On August 3, 2022, in a white paper, CAR published its highly anticipated recommended fallback language, CAR fallback language, for loan agreements that use CEDAR as the interest rate benchmark, together with an overview of the language. The CAR fallback language provides for an automatic transition from CEDAR to CORA, on the date that Refinitiv ceases to publish CEDAR in June 2024. The language also includes a number of other important features. For example, the CAR fallback language provides for the ability of administrative agents under loan agreements to make any technical, administrative, or operational changes that it decides are appropriate to reflect the adoption and implementation of CORA and to permit the administration of CORA. Additionally, CAR has proposed a waterfall to determine the successor rate to be used to replace CEDAR. The first rate in the waterfall is Term CORA, with an added credit spread adjustment. Term CORA is not yet available in the market, but it is subject to a consultation that closed in June 2022. The results of the consultation are expected to be released shortly. The second rate in the waterfall is Daily Compounded CORA, which is already published, with an added hard-coded credit spread adjustment, CSA for short. CSAs are included in the replacement rate waterfall to account for the economic difference between CEDAR and CORA. Bloomberg Index Services Limited published the CSAs that are included in the replacement rate waterfall for use in ISDA agreements. They crystallized as of RBSL's announcement on May 16, 2022, of its intention to cease publication of CEDAR in June 2024. The loan fallback language was based on language published by the Alternative Reference Rates Committee, ARC for short, and the Loan Syndications and Trading Association, LSTA, that are related to LIBOR and SOFR, 
Market participants were already familiar with this language. However, there are a number of differences between the loan fallback language and the ARC and LSTA language, including regarding early opt-in, climbing the waterfall, and bankers' acceptances. The ARC language included the ability for parties to opt to transition to SOFR ahead of LIBOR cessation. Carr decided not to include this mechanic in the loan fallback language for several reasons, including the fact that the early opt-in was not widely used in Canada for the LIBOR to SOFR transition, and it caused a lot of confusion in the Canadian market. In addition, the early opt-in mechanics were not completely effective on their own. One feature of the loan fallback language that was not included in the ARC language is a climb-the-waterfall mechanism. The mechanism is relevant where daily compounded CORA has been implemented as the fallback to CDOR because term CORA is not available at the time of CDOR cessation. The climb-the-waterfall mechanism would, following the availability of term CORA, give an administrative agent under a loan the ability to provide notice to the borrower and lenders to replace daily compounded CORA with term CORA. Many Canadian credit facilities contain a banker's acceptance, BA for short, funding mechanic. However, as Carr notes in its white paper, there is a strong indication that many Canadian banks will move away from this BA lending model upon CDOR's discontinuation. To address this, the loan fallback language provides administrative agents with the option, upon notice to the lenders and borrower, to cease BA funding when CDOR ceases. If the required lenders under the credit agreement do not object within five business days, there are several important outcomes. First, the BA mechanic would be replaced by CORA loans. Second, any requests to roll over or convert a loan to a BA would be ineffective. Finally, any requests for a new BA would be deemed to be a request for a CORA loan. Determining whether the required lender threshold has been satisfied will depend on the applicable credit agreement. However, the threshold is usually achieved by the support of lenders, representing a majority or more than two-thirds of the total commitments under the facility. BAs that are already outstanding would continue to maturity under the loan fallback language, since the rate is set at the issuance of the BA. While this addresses the cessation of CDOR and cessation of BAs, there is one further step that parties will need to take which involves incorporating a CORA loan mechanism into the credit agreement. The loan fallback language does not provide such a mechanic, and it will be up to the parties to the agreement to include such language. Looking forward. While there has been significant progress in Canada over the past year regarding the CDOR transition, important matters still need to be addressed before CDOR ceases to be published in June 2024. Market participants must become familiar with and understand CORA. They will also need to amend their contracts to include adequate fallback language and will eventually need to incorporate CORA loan mechanics into their agreements. Lenders will have to update their systems to operationalize the use of CORA-based interest rates, and Canadian banks will need to decide whether to move away from the BA lending model. Additionally, feedback from the term CORA consultation reflected strong demand in Canada for a forward-looking TermCora benchmark. As a result, we expect that TermCora will need to be developed, calculated, and published, and an administrator for TermCora will need to be selected. 
Legal Year in Review is brought to you by Osler, Hoskin & Harcourt, LLP. Osler is a leading national law firm with a singular focus, your business. We advise clients on an array of domestic and cross-border legal issues, drawing on the expertise of over 500 lawyers to provide the answers you need when you need them. Our Legal Year in Review provides general information only and does not constitute legal or other professional advice. Specific advice should be sought in connection with your circumstances. For more information about Osler, please visit our website at osler.com.